Spring of Life Fellowship and the vision of changing the world invites you to listen to a message of restoration and strengthening for your life. Let's listen to our guest. Thank you, Brother Josh. Man, all of all the I'm I'm, at, I'm back at my home church. I'm at my homecoming today. Miami, Florida, anyways. This is my home base. And it's uh, honor always to be here with Pastor Joaquin, Pastor Yvette, and I got my vet in the building. She's actually my better half. I definitely married up. I think I embarrass her every time I do that, but stand on up, Miss Puerto Rico. Just stand on up. <laughs> Well, I ended up marrying a Spanish woman. Come on, somebody. They, they, Pastor Joaquin said, I'm a wise man. I'm a wise man. They say that Spanish is the language of heaven. So I'm learning. I'm still learning, y'all. I'm still working on it. Italian, we're all getting it all together. But before I get in the word, I'm going to go ahead and sing uh, track number four, Brother Josh. And I was telling Brother Josh that sound equals souls. Chrissy, 11 years old, putting these videos together. My goodness, I said, I'll hire her when she's 18. <laughs> Needs a job if God still has me in Fort Myers. It's a technology age, man. Get your people involved, you know. Use that gift for the Lord, amen? Thank you for the cross he gave, right? It's because of what he did on that cross that you and I are not only alive, but alive to do his work in the earth, amen? And uh, he truly is worthy. He is worthy of all the glory due His name. Hallelujah. We thank you for Spring of Life Fellowship, God. Hallelujah. If you could bring that music up a little bit, brother. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for the cross, Lord. The song is worthy as the lamb if you have it back there. Thank you for the price you paid. Bearing all my sin and shame, in love you came, gave amazing grace. Thank you for this love, Lord. We can't thank him enough, right, church? Thank you for the name Wash me in your cleansing flow. Now all I know, your forgiveness and embrace.
about what he did for us, church. Thank you for the price. Not just at Easter time. It's our life. Bearing all my He became sin for us, right? Love you came and gave amazing grace. Thank you for this love, Lord. Father, we thank you. Thank you for Wash me in your cleansing flow. Now all I know, your forgiveness and embrace. Worthy is the Lamb, with me. Hallelujah. 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 You can turn me on, Josh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That resonates with me. You know why? 
2 Corinthians 5.21, and those of you taking notes, y'all know me, I like to spit out a lot of scriptures. Why? Because the Bible says he watches over his word to perform it. If I've left you me, I haven't left you a whole lot of nothing, right? But if I've left you Jesus, you got everything you need that pertains to life and godliness. Amen? So write down the scripture verses. If you're taking notes, it's so good to see all of, many of you have your Bibles. Today in America, we don't bring our Bibles to church. <laughs> Today we associate success in ministry by, by how big our church is. And I know about this pastor and his wife. They're all about you getting trained up and ready to go, uh, go in your sphere of influence and make a difference. And that's why a pastor's in our life, for protection and guardian for our soul. Amen? And here's the true test, submitting. Submitting when you don't agree. You may not agree with everything, but you still submit, right? Now, it's one thing if you're getting abused, but you're not getting abused in this house. I know your pastor too well. He cares enough about you to leave, not leave you in the same position, right? But the Bible says, whom the Lord loves, he chastises. So sometimes we get a little pow-pow every now and then, right? <laughs> it's good for us. I learned my Spanish, pow-pow. <laughs> you know, God, God wants us to come to a place of maturity in him. And what I want to talk about today is your authority. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Think about that. He made him who knew no sin. One, one scripture says it grieved him. Remember, he's like, I don't want to have to pass this cup. He sent his son God. God sent his son Jesus to the earth in the form of man to become sin for us, that we might. In other words, he gave us his nature. You can show verse 17 through, 9, through 20 there, or just 17 particularly. Therefore, if anyone, doesn't matter where your background, where you come from, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old things are passed away, and all things are new. Not some things, but all things are new. You're a new creation. And we, we are so busy in the body of Christ, generally speaking, focusing on people's sin when we need to start telling them who they are and they won't sin. Amen? Amen? Because we emphasize it so much, we become so sin conscious. Now listen, you play with fire, you will get burned. There's always a price for sin. Because the Bible says sin, when it is conceived, brings forth death. And it's not just talking about spiritual death, but it, 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 it's talking about you can cut your life short there. You know, if you play with fire, you get out and doing things that you shouldn't be doing, you can cut it there. But when a, when a believer is a new creation and a believer sins, it's simply because they haven't renewed their mind to the Word of God. Because if you have a new spirit on the inside of you, First uh, John 3, 8, let me prove this to you. Now, I, I, you know, I'm going to break some religious myths. You've got to make sure and listen with the heart and the eyes of the, the, the Spirit, the ears of the Spirit. 1 John 3, 8 says, He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Our old sin nature is of the devil. But when you become in Christ, Jesus became, for this purpose, the Son of God, which is Jesus, 
was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. You're doing good on those scriptures too, doing it so fast like that. He was manifested to destroy sin. Now let me show you this, Romans 6, 6. We're going to stay in Romans 6 for a minute. Make sure you write in the verses. Romans 6, 6, Romans 6, 12, Romans 6, 14, Romans 6, 18, Romans 6, 22. So you know I'm not making this stuff up. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. God's taking him in a little bit different direction. I love the Holy Ghost. Verse 12. Hallelujah. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its lust. Verse 14. Check this out. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. Again, you're under grace, but a lot of times people want to take, well, I'm just under grace, so I can do whatever I want. So you just got, there's a fine balance. But you are not under the law, you're under grace. Go to verse 18. Hallelujah. And having been set free from sin, I'm, what now? What does it say there? I'm having been set free from sin, you become slaves of righteousness. Verse 22, hallelujah. But now having been set free from sin and having become slaves of God, you have your fruit to holiness and the end everlasting life. Go to Romans 8, 1 and 2. Hallelujah. Thank you. You're free from sin. You believe that this morning? You're free from sin. When a believer sins, you haven't renewed your mind. I'm going to prove it to you in the Word. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Verse uh, 2. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Keep it rolling, brother. Verse 3 through 5, probably. Hallelujah. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh there it is again on account of sin he condemns sin in the flesh that's why he went to the cross to become sin for us there it is again verse 4 that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit verse 5 hallelujah for those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh but those who live according to the spirit the things of the spirit now let's go to romans 12 1 and 2 you set your mind you see there it says you set your mind on the things of the flesh now it's a mindset change as a person thinks in their heart Proverbs 23 7 so are they romans 12 1 and 2 i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of god that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Now, verse 2, and you can't present it in your strength. It's in his strength. Amen. Verse 2, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Now, I just said a whole lot of scriptures, and you're saying, what in the world? He's just going firepower here. The reason why I'm saying all this if sin no longer has dominion over us and we're not condemned as a new believer as a new creation in Jesus Christ, then we need to act and walk in our a position of sonship and authority in Jesus Christ. Let's go to Romans 8, 11. You have authority in the earth realm, right? The, you remember in Genesis 1, 26 and 28, I'll show that to you in a minute, but, but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. The same spirit of Jesus is on the inside of you as a new believer. And it quickens your mortal body. Those of you that need healing, you know, I was talking to a dear brother 
yesterday. Those of you that need healing or are standing in the gap for someone that needs healing, speak that scripture. It'll encourage. It'll quicken your body. Hallelujah. Uh, look at Genesis 1, 26 through 28. I got you working back there, Josh, or whoever's running that stuff. God bless you, whoever you are. Thanks for being patient with me. <laughs> he watches over his word to perform it, though, right? His word changes us. His word transforms our minds so that we don't sin, right? If we're so focused on sinning that we never know, recognize or walk in who we are, but we're free from it. Verse 26, if you wouldn't mind, of Genesis 1, 26 through 28. You're in the ballpark, though. You're doing good. Then God said, let us make man in our, in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. Verse 28. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. You and I as a new creation believer in Jesus Christ are to have dominion in the earth realm. Amen? You don't need to depend on me, the evangelist or the preacher or the pastor. Now, you still submit. You understand all authority is given by God. We need pastors. We need accountability in our life. But what I'm saying is, you don't need to come to me to get what God's already provided for you. Because too much today, we live on the coattails of a preacher instead of getting in our Bible. We don't read our word. We just want to feed me, feed me, feed me. And then when trouble hits their life, that's the only time they really want to get in their Bible. Hello. If God says, I, my, my words are spirit and life, I think I'd want to know in my roadmap. If, if there's spirit in life, what is it that pertains to life and godliness? See, if you know who you are, you won't let people or the world or what's going on in Miami, Florida identify you. There's a lot of things out there to try to pull you and get you abort the calling of God upon your life. And if you want to be a world changer to change the world, you better recognize and know who you are in Christ. Why am I saying that? Let's look at Romans 8, 19. Hallelujah. I love this pastor. I love this church. He's pure in heart. The Bible says pure in heart shall see God. But you don't have to depend on Pastor Joaquin. You need to get in the Bible yourself. I don't know why I'm saying it like this, Pastor. <laughs> but anyways, I'm going to say it. Romans 8, 19, for the earnest expectation of creation eagerly awaits for the revealing. One translation says uh, the manifestation of the sons of God. Leave that baby up there. The earnest creation is crying out. For the revealing of the sons of God. Now, that's not gender specific. Let me show you Galatians 3.26. I'm about to expound on this. Because this is the meat of what I wanted to get to. What time I got till? 11.30? Hallelujah. For you are all, not gender specific there. It doesn't matter, male or female. You are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. You are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. Now, my spiritual father says it this way. A child is a liability, but a son is an asset. Hello. A child is a liability, but a son is an asset. And why am I saying that? The body of Christ is walking around in America, in the American church, looking for a hand-me-down anointing, looking for someone to come and prophesy a word on them, become the Psychic Friends Network in the church. You've all have heard me say that before. 
And instead of saying, wait a minute. Now, I don't despise the spiritual gifts. As Pastor said, God uses me that way. But the thing is, is we've exalted man. We've had Hollywood in the church. And all we need to do is go to this Bible right here. This is a lifeline right here, man. This is the thing. If you want to be a son of God and no longer a child, you've got to mature into that place. And that's what I'm talking about today. We've got to become mature believers. Creation eagerly awaits for the manifestation of the sons of God. Why are we walking around, oh, I don't know, I'm broke, busted, and disgusted. We're worried about who's in political office. If the church would recognize who they are, guess what? The church is, this is the time for the church to shine. We are the church, right? Because we don't know who we are, we're looking for a handout. We're looking for a handout, not just from the preachers, but from the political arena. I'm not worried about what the political arena is doing. You need to be alert, be sober vision, but look at Psalms 91. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. It doesn't matter what's going on. We're all worried about what's going on in the news. You better get, get, get on the news right here, baby. This is your news. Read it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If, if, if we're in the family of God, then, and, and he's our father, and Jesus is my older brother. He said, John 14, 12, show this scripture. You think I'm crazy. He said, greater works shall you do because I go to my father. He's sitting down on the throne. He said, greater works shall you do because I go to my father. When are we going to start doing it? Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do because I go to my father. The greater one's on the inside of us. 1 John 4, 4, right? Greater is he that's in us than what's in this world. Well, then we need to act like it. We need to position ourselves in that way. Hallelujah. We have the gift of righteousness and the abundance of grace. This is a position that we need to have to reign in Christ. Romans 5, 17. I'm going to say that again. We have the gift of righteousness and abundance of grace because this is the position or this is what positions me to reign in Christ. For, for if by one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. God has called us to reign, baby. He's called us to be the head and not the tail. He's called us to be above and not beneath. He, said, I'm, you, he didn't just say you're a conqueror. He said you are more than a conqueror. When are we going to start believing that, church? I get so saddened when I see so much of these preachers on Christian television manipulating people saying, if you give $1,000, your household will be saved. No, it won't. You're prostituting the anointing that's not even theirs. Shame on them. That blood's on their hands. God loved you before you gave one blessed dime. He became poor for our sake that through his poverty you might become rich, not through your giving. I know I just broke a myth right there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give because his love nature is in us. Because we have a better covenant with better promises, love is his nature. Guess what? Love gives. Because you love his gospel, you give. You give your time, your talent, your resources. You don't give 10%. You give the whole thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I hit a sacred cow in the church in America I have to show you the scriptures later. Oh, Father, help us. 1 Corinthians 1.30. 1 
1 Corinthians 1.30, I don't play with the gospel. I can get silly at times, but I don't play with the gospel. 1 Corinthians 1.30, but if, but of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. You are redeemed. He's become your wisdom. He's become your righteousness. He's become your sanctification. You can't be holy in your strength. You're holy because of what he did. Hallelujah. What he did through his death, burial, and and, and resurrection. We talk about his death, burial, and resurrection. Seems like around the Easter season. We should be talking about it every day of the week. Hallelujah. He became sin for us. So I'm no longer a sinner. You know, they sin. And and I know this is the sacred cow of the church. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound. That saved a wretch like me. I'm not a wretch. I'm no longer a wretch. Am I a sinner or am I saved by grace? Which am I? Ooh, I know it got quiet. I like that song too. But you got to make sure what we're singing is according to the scriptures. I know it's the most top-selling album in the United States or in the world probably. I'm, I'm, I'm saved by grace, not of works lest any man should boast. Ephesians 2. Hallelujah, I'm not a sinner. I'm a believer. I'm a new creation. A child does not carry the authority of a son. Let me say that again. A child does not carry the authority of a son. Let's see Colossians 2, 13 through 15. Hallelujah, I'm almost done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all your trespasses. Verse 14 and 15, please. Having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. He took our sin to the cross. Verse 15. Having dismissed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing, triumphing over them in it. Look at Colossians 1, 13 and 14. He has delivered us, not going to deliver us. He has delivered us, past tense. From the power of darkness and conveyed us, one translation says, and translated us into the kingdom of the son of his love, verse 14, in whom we have, not have to earn it, we have it, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. We have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. You and I as a believer in Jesus Christ have that provision. When you're outside of the family, you've got to come into the family so you can have these promises. Amen? Hallelujah. Sin can no longer dwell in a born-again human spirit. I showed you that scripture earlier, 1 John 3, 8. A son takes possession of his or her relationship. A son that you and I, as a believer in Jesus Christ can mature to that place of sonship. That's why it says creation eagerly awaits the manifestation of the sons of God, Romans 8, 19. A son takes possession of his or her relationship. A child is in relationship, but its capacity does not possess all that the father has. I'm going to say that again. A child is still in the family, and that's okay. But God wants you to come to a place of maturity so that you can possess all that the father has. Don't you want to know your rights? Don't you want to know what's in the book? Don't you want to know... 
why he died on the cross? Don't you want to know that kind of authority that's on the inside of you? Because that kind of authority that's on the inside of you is what will change the world. Look at, look at Revelations. I'm almost done. Revelations chapter 5, verse 9 and 10. Hallelujah. And then Romans 8, 17 in a minute. And they sang a new song saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation. Hallelujah. Doesn't matter your background. And, and have made us kings and priests. It's not one or the other. He's made you a king and a priest to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. Not might reign. We shall reign on the earth. Amen? Amen. A priest ministers unto God for the people and a king, which is you and I, reigns in the earth. Amen? Amen? A priest will minister unto God for people. Kings reign in the earth. You know, I, I know a quote that my spiritual father once said. He said, fear is the uh, when people fear or, or they're wondering God's will for life, he says, fear is a lack of knowledge of God's will in your life. And he was given the analogy of the story uh, in the Sea of Galilee when Jesus was sleeping in the boat. Jesus knew he wasn't dying until he was going to the cross for us. They were all worried and all, you know, like, oh, man, you know. But we need to remember that because greater is he that's in us and because we're a son no longer a, a slave to sin, no longer a child. We have the victory. Amen. 1 Corinthians 15, 57 says, He leads us to triumph with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In this world, John 16, says, In this world you, you will have trouble. Hate to break that news to you, but you will have trouble. But guess what? He says, I have overcome. If he's overcome, you have it in you. You've overcome too, Right? You have his DNA, don't you? You have his DNA? Then guess what? You're a son and a daughter of God. And I know this church is all about making, making sure you're a mature believer in Jesus Christ. They're not here to patty cake you. You know, a lot of these churches that, and I hate to say it, i got to say it because I work around a lot of these big preachers, quote unquote, working in Christian television. I thank God for, for the big churches, they're reaching people. Don't mistake what I'm saying, but at the same time, we better be preaching a word. We got we, we to, we got all this, you know, to attract crowds, and, and, and there's no glory of God left in our, in, the glory, Christ in you, the, the hope of glory is in you, by the way. Amen. The glory of God's in you. That's where a son, a son has to manifest it. Well, I need to, I need to feel his presence. That's a child. You're, you're waiting to be led by your senses. What is Romans 8, 14? I'm going to leave you with that. I, I got to stop, but I keep kidding. Romans 8, 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Just leave that baby up. You want to be led by God's Spirit, or you want to be led by your, what your senses tell you, what the news tells you, what everybody else tells you? I don't know about you, but in this hour, you better be led by God's Spirit. How do you begin, become led by God's Spirit? You become one with this word. Amen? Amen. This is our lifeline. He, did he die in vain for us? He's got things for us he wants us to have, friend. 
you can bring the musicians up, come on up. God wants us to know we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. We are the head and not the tail. He loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So if you're here today under the sound of my voice, I don't know everyone here, although it's a, like I said, it's good to be back home. But the greatest miracle that can ever happen in your life that gives you the, revel uh, the possibility of becoming a son is, first of all, knowing the one that created you, the author and finisher of your faith that began the good work in you. And you say, Brother Paul, you said a whole lot of stuff up here. I don't know if I caught it all. But that's all right. You got CDs, right, Pastor? <laughs> but, but what I want you to know is, ultimately, in closing, you have his ability his DNA on the inside of you, which means that means you have the authority in the earth realm. Amen? As a believer. But if you are not a believer today, under the sound of my voice or watching by web, you can get a hold of this ministry. It, you, you've got to know Jesus in this hour. As not only is your Lord and Savior in your life, but Lord of your life. Amen? He sent his son Jesus because of his love for you. And because of his love for you, when you're in Christ, you're a new creation. The old stuff has passed away. We've got to quit digging up people's paths and say, hey, it's passed away. Let's start telling them who they are, and they will not sin. When a believer sins, they haven't been renewing their mind to the word of God. Amen? I am free. Hallelujah. So if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and your Savior this morning, watching by web or here in this building, and you say, you know what? I want to start that new creation, that new life on the inside of me that gives me life from the inside out. Because what the world has to offer me is nothing. Creation eagerly awaits the manifestation, the revealing of the sons of God. If you're going to go change your world, you've got to be in sonship authority and sonship position. Hallelujah. Who in here under the sound of my voice knows about him? He's been to church or heard the church every Sunday, but has never encountered Jesus as your Lord and Savior. God sent his son for you. Anyone. That's the greatest miracle that can ever happen in your life. Lift your hand if that's you. Say, Brother Paul, you talking to me. You say, man, I want to, is that you? Come on up here, man. That's the greatest miracle. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus is real, baby. Hallelujah. For the past is behind you. Nothing can separate you from his love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can I pray with you, mighty man? You're a mighty man. You're a leader. You're a walking miracle. Many times over, God's had his hand on you through all the storms, through everything. Say this. Say, Father God, you said in Romans 10, 9 and 10, if I would confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in my heart, I shall be saved. Thank you, Father, that I just believe your word. I don't have to earn myself.